Well, hello, friends, and welcome to Friday. Happy Friday. You've come to the end of your week, and today we launch into the weekend. We're hosting a ladies' conference at Emmanuel, so you you pray that that goes well. Um, And today we're moving forward into Psalm 35. I want to invite you to join us on Sunday in person or on the live stream. Uh, We're in John chapter 1. We're studying John's gospel verse by verse. Jesus up close. John's gospel is such a personal, relational account of God punching a hole in the roof of the world and stepping in and inviting us to look him in the face and to know him and to walk with him and experience him. And you know, that's my prayer for you as we go through the Psalms together. Thank you for joining me every day, but I hope you're like me. What we're doing as we look into the Psalms is we're really looking into the face of God. We're looking into the heart of God. We're getting into his mind and heart. We're taking our experiences and our human emotions and thoughts, and we're, we're, we're pushing them into the presence of God, and we're letting him teach us. And that's what David is doing in the writing of this psalm. He's experiencing tragic and terrible, horrible injustice. It's terribly unfair. He's rehearsing it over and over and over to God. And there's these waves of, um, God, I'm going to you know, plead, plead, plead my cause, Lord. And then he begins to talk about the injustice. But then he circles back to, oh, but you're going to save me. And then he pleads a little bit more about the problems. And then he circles back to, but I'm going to praise you. And then he pleads and dives back into the problems more. And, uh, and then we, we come out again. So uh, verse 22 is where we left off yesterday. This thou hast seen. What has he seen? God's seen all the conniving, backstabbing, plotting, uh, backroom uh, conversations, the mischief that David's enemies are planning against him. This thou hast seen. So now David is going to ask God to respond. Oh, Lord, keep not silence. Oh, Lord, be not far from me. Now, David is talking to God. So he knows that God is close. He knows that God is listening. Uh, earlier in the psalm, he said, and I love this, um, say unto my soul, verse 3, say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. So David, again, uh, down later in the psalm, is saying, God, I want to feel your presence. I want to know that you're near, and I, and I want to hear you. God, speak to me. Teach me. Um, God, insert yourself into this moment with me. Um, I, I just love that prayer. I love to think about that prayer, that God invites me, number one, to express my raw experience. David right now in this experience is saying, God, you, you seem like you're silent. You seem like you're still. You seem like you're inactive. You seem like you're far from me. Now, he knows factually that that's not the case, but experientially, that's what he's feeling. That's what it, that's what it seems like. And one of the big takeaways, my friend, is, and we've seen this before in other Psalms, is uh, that when We feel when our emotions are telling us God is inactive, God is silent, God is powerless, God doesn't care, uh, that that's not true. And, And when we bring our experience to God and begin to chronicle and express and pray and write our journal out to him, he reminds us that that's not true. So David is reminded of God's presence. So verse 23, he says, stir up thyself, awake to my judgment. God, I can't wait to see you intervene in this situation. Um, God, step in, stir up thyself, awake to my judgment, even to my cause. Lord, you be the judge. You jump into this. You be the arbiter. You uh, come into this and plead my cause. Again, relinquishing control. Relinquishing control of the circumstances, relinquishing control of the narrative. 
um, not not purely simply trying to justify himself. Okay. Um, even my cause, my Lord and my God, judge me, O Lord my God, according to Thy righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. So we're going to park here for for today, and I want to leave this with you that God is uh, that David. First of all, God is listening. God is present, no matter how I feel no matter what the experience seems to be in my life. But I want you to let this sink in for a minute. David, in the face of extenuating, prolonged injustice, prolonged slander, lies, calculating mischief against him, he's waiting on God spiritually. He's trusting God. Now, let me parenthetically say, this doesn't mean that you should not use the justice system. This does not mean that when there's criminal injustice happening against you that you should not call the police or should not reach out to HR or, or, or let the existing policies of men and systems of men work in your favor. This is speaking to situations that do not rise to that, um, where it seems like your enemy is winning and plotting against you and you have no recourse. This is uh, referring to uh, moments in your history that maybe have already gone by and it's too late for that kind of legal intervention, or it's referring to situations that kind of transcend the legal system, you know, where uh, you're just dealing with politics and bad behavior and narcissistic behavior that doesn't maybe rise to the level of criminal injustice. So understand, now David was experiencing criminal criminal injustice, but it was the system itself that had turned against him, okay? And that's probably the bigger quantifier is, what do you do when the system itself has diabolically targeted you, and isn't that becoming um, a greater and greater reality for Christians um, in the day in which we live? There are times when even the system itself turns against us. And in those times, God is still for us. In those times, God is still judge. In those times, we have an outlet. We have someone to cry to. We have a judge to plead our cause. We have an advocate, a defender, a defense. Um, We have a savior. We have someone to praise. We have someone to thank. We have someone to rest in. We have someone to trust that all things are going to be resolved and redeemed and reconciled justly. And so until then, you keep trusting him, you keep pressing forward, and you keep crying out to the God of your vengeance. Happy Friday, my friends. That is enough for today. We'll see you this weekend, and if not, we'll see you on Monday. Thanks again for being a part of Enough for Today.